By the way, here's a random story. Swastikas are cool, and everybody not American are animals. <laughs> Z Kyle. Because of the following special broadcast, 48 Hours will not be presented this evening, but will return one week from tonight at its regular time. KTBR Break Room. Hit the drama, get wicked. I got the rap patrol on the gap patrol, foes that want to make sure my casket's closed, rap critics that say he's money cash hose. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I've got 99 problems, but the bitch ain't one. My name is Dustin Taylor. Seven years ago, I was recruited by a secret branch of the break room called SD6. I was sworn to secrecy, but I couldn't keep it from my fiancé. And when the head of SD6 found out, he had him killed. That's when I learned the truth. SD6 is not part of the break room. I'd been working for the very people I thought I was fighting against. So I went to the only place that could help me take them down. Now I'm a double agent for the break room, where my handler is a man named Thomas the Tank. Only one other person knows the truth about what I do. Another double agent inside SD6. Someone I hardly know. My father. Uh, yeah, yeah. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Episode 221 of the Brick Room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, you before I met you. You're still singing it. Your body is a wonderland. I love my 12-year-old girlfriend. God, we have very musical Thomas joining us today. That's the uh, David Central boy band. <laughs> They're singing really kind of a mixed bag there. Sure, they have a wide range. They have they have a bass tank, (laughs) soprano tank, which was bass tank. tank. It's uh, it's the they all seem they all seem kind of high pitchy. They didn't really (laughs) seem bassy. This is bass tank. I love my twelve year old girlfriend. If that's as bassy as it gets, they need a deeper guy. He does get into supersonic pitches as well. Yeah, true. But they're all clones of Thomas. Fanny pack wearing mofo. So, Thomas, welcome to the show. Let me be the first to welcome you to episode 221 of The Break Room. Hi. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Oh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. You right? That is a... That is possibly the biggest glass of whiskey I've ever seen. Well, I don't know if you saw, but I poured that one completely full of whiskey. That's a lot of whiskey. I thought there wasn't that much left, but apparently there is, so... <laughs> well, you didn't have to kill it all in one drink, you know. You could have spaced it out oh. for the evening, but... I will space it out. Okay. Fair enough. Hello! Drop a cube in there over the course of the evening. Mark Cuban? No, not cubes. Cubes? No. Drop cubes a in there? A cube. <laughs> Just one lot, one tiny Mark Cuban. Give me pleasure. Okay. So, unfortunately, we don't have any uh, voicemails today, oh, nor do we have man. emails. 
So I guess the show was just that awful last week. That's quite a fail. It's not true at all, is it? I don't know. How to I thought it was one of our better shows, but clearly people hate us. So well, maybe there's nothing to call about. Maybe they just enjoyed it. Number two, flying privately wasn't, wasn't controversial enough. I guess exactly. I guess we need to controversy maybe. this bitch up. Yeah, we really should. Why? Females don't have the right. There we so go. We can get some. Uh, there we go. We need. We need We're gonna go in there. Uh, we get into the uh, misogynistic part of the show. Mark that. Swastikas are cool. There we go. Getting controversial there on you your go. ass. So if you do not enjoy, or you agree with Thomas's uh, swastika opinion. <laughs> that, was that from last week? That was a couple of weeks ago. What the hell were we even talking about? 469-665-9827. Heaven is reserved for people from America. <laughs> How come I'm the only one with controversial comments? That's a good question. Because you're the break room Nazi. <laughs> no, I'm not. Mark, you... Marky visited Chopper Dave today. Did he have anything controversial I to say? I actually did not. Did not. Oh, I did not. Uh, unfortunately, he was supposed to pay me in snacks, and it didn't happen. So uh, That's quite a fail. But uh, we do have snacks <laughs> this show. We have a snack, and I think this is going to be a banner day, especially for one Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What it's is a it? banner shiner snack? day. It's not a Shiner <laughs> snack, no. But it does incorporate mm. one of your, your uh, favorite substances. Cheeseburgers? Ketchup? Bacon cheeseburgers. Uh, okay. No, it's not a bacon cheeseburger. We'll find out in a Substance second. probably doesn't quantify a multiple substance thing like that. I'll just give you a hint. We know the multiple substances basic, too, The uh, bacon cheeseburger comment that's been made year okay. over year. I'll give you a hint. It's been it's many ma- years since that's been uttered. <laughs> it's, it's made out of meth. Okay. And then in the second segment, we're going to uh, cover and sort of provide an expose of, on one of the worst movies, movies of, the of 90s. all time. Of all time, I would say. And then we can, we can tease forward and say right. it's news. That's how we started it, though. Do Marcus and Thomas support a sexist company? We'll go to that in the third segment. That'll be in news. Well, as we, as we Tom- already know Thomas yes. you know, doesn't believe in the lesbian's two people, right? <laughs> Females don't have the right. So we know his take on women, but... You may be surprised what Mark does as well. But for now, let's go into our, our new But what company segment. is it? You'll find out in the third you segment. Can't stay tuned. You can tease the, the consumer. You can't sir, tease me. Yes, sir. He's a radio expert. Yes. He's teasing you. He's teasing Good all of us. Good thing we're on the he airwaves. The <laughs> food. I'm hungry. I want some food. It's time for another oh award-winning edition of the Taste Buddies. <laughs> Taste also Buddies, assemble. As soon as I step foot in the shop, I know that I don't know what I want. Chicken donut, coffee kebab, or lamb shish, or a mixed special. Sometimes I get a coffee. Oh, hey, hey, I see hey, what hey. you got over there. So, hey, hey, so hey. We got our Canadian package in, did we? Did we? And we also got some Canadian food in. Excellent. This might be an episode of Taste Buddies where I devour the entire... Taste buddy thing. And Thomas already has his flashlight on to prepare oh, for. That's every episode. Hey, I don't eat and do that at the same time. That's weird. But he in only this case, shits and deuces out. In he this case, do, he didn't do all. No, that. but this is new. I mean, this that's is a true. rare event. I don't eat chips in the restroom. Good God! Just in the shower. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> now, not what you're looking for. Bowls. The bowl is in the bathroom <laughs> for chips. To amplify the sound of the cell phone as I'm jamming out in the shower. That's the only reason it's in. <laughs> Why there. do you put your Phone and chips. Yeah. No, nope. <laughs> God. Doesn't the crunching noise kind of overshadow that? Yeah, how can you hear your phone through the, the chip snacking? Of course, I guess they're probably wet since he's in the shower. <laughs> so no, probably that's not. Cool. But speaking of chips, we've got uh, our first listener contributions. Comes all the way from Canada. It looks very Canadian on the back there. Looks very Canadian. Yeah. yeah. And I might note that uh, 
Well, first of all, let's let's well, describe the product. It makes here. me let's upset. note something here. What's that? It makes me super upset that this is available in Canada and not available in the U.S. of A. And let's know why. Isn't the fucking Lay's headquarters in Dallas and Plano? Why the point. fuck can't we get every Lay's product? Frito, Frito Lay. Question. You know what? In our so, don't we have a buddy? That we have works a buddy that works this Frito Lay. We, we should, do. We should ask him sometime. Does yeah, Frito Lay make should. Cheetos? Because they do make the the uh, Pepsi flavored Cheetos that are only available in Japan. I would assume. That seems really How weird. is your pie? So is we're going to have to contact like Crystal that Pepsi? mysterious <laughs> person and find out if he is can help us out. Is that how that came up? Is that uh, how that drop came up? Who knows? I don't know. Like so anybody can know that. Is it like but today's uh, Frito-Lay product <laughs> is the rare animal known as ketchup-flavored. It's Did y'all share all the drops pre the show? I yes. emailed them to him. Oh, man. Look at that. Look at us. Organization? Producing before this show. I know. What the hell's happening? We're trying to stay Normally in sync. we try to do it on air. I don't even recognize this place anymore. <laughs> so uh, what we have here now, I will note that uh, Canada, things are different. They, this uh, is a waste of time. They believe in a little more, you might call yeah, it health. Yeah, it says familial on the front yeah, of first, it. First of all, format familial, which uh, I assume is some sort of French. It's French. I'm not sure Probably. what those words mean. But I think it's a translation. On the other side, it says family size. <laughs> You now, think. probably. What I'm going to say here about Canada is obviously I like to be healthy because this would not do for an American family, a, a, a United States family. Why they're is Americans. That? They're American, not sort Americans. Of. Have you seen, ever seen our family size bags, dude? This is about one tenth the size that's, of a U.S. That's like a normal size. bag. Yes. For Canada, that's true. yeah. This is are like Canadian families smaller. This is, uh, or just uh, I bet they are. chips. No, they're just more healthy. I think. Oh, okay. Is that proven? I think so. They have like okay. a good healthcare system and all that. Yeah, like it's good that we did the do research they? prior to the show. Right. But yeah. Do some of the research online like they did. <laughs> but we didn't. I'm asking if but they do. Our family size doesn't that about, say everything you need to know? Because they have a smaller this, family size because bag Because the family size chips. is the normal that means they're more size. That means they have a better health care system. Right. Well, no, it's not a better health care system. But maybe they, Mark said it means they have a better health care system. No, I'm saying as an example. As right. They have a better health care system. They care maybe about they health. Maybe they just buy two bags. Maybe they do. That's a stupid But that's when they're having like a family reunion. This is just for one family. a terrible takeaway. This is why you don't work for Lay's Potato Chips, sir. This is why you cannot be employed by Your product analysis is fucking terrible. But to be fair. That's why I can't be like our secret friend. To be fair, he is not a licensed snackologist in Canada, only in America, and only in the United States. That's true. He's only here. We're only licensed for the United States, not Canada. So we can't say. I don't know about America. I'm just going to guess. I'm just going to guess. Let's get to it. So yes, this is one tenth the size of a U.S. family size. Thomas Not is really bad. excited. He's already he's already get to uh, the chips. He's already ready to clean up that flashlight over there. <laughs> now uh, it looks like a regular bag of Lay's, except it's red. It's blood red, like the that you know blood pumping American veins. Red looks like. Do you know what blood looks like? Yeah. Just go. Cut his artery. Yeah, it looks like a I don't think I've ever seen Thomas so swirl. excited. <laughs> to be honest, definitely not over anything like we've had for taste buddies. We yeah. might have to interject uh, inject him with Adderall. <laughs> Maybe. We but are you serious? So on the back. It's actually got a French translation on the back. Uh-huh. 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 I'm a mime. That's all it says over and over again. Exactly. Now, the chips appear to be lightly dusted red next to potatoes. So apparently, as they slice the potato, they turn red and are infused with the flavors of tomato. Maybe they cut their finger as they're slicing it. Perhaps. And maybe that's what... Maybe Canadians have tomato for blood. Ketchup for blood. Who knows? There's no way to know that. We could only know that if we were to dissect uh, a Canadian, which True. we don't have the opportunity because I don't have any Canadians here. I mean, here we can ask Casey if he wants to come down here. We do. They're I, like several states away. It's yeah. a long drive. I have, I have some illegals, several. illegal Canadians that we could probably kidnap and just cut them up. And, That's like know. six states away. I don't know. Five at a least. While. It's like a one or it's two hour drive or so. Yeah, at like least. Totally. Now, probably at least that. I will see. Thanks to Casey and Evan, longtime break room uh, buddies. 
Uh, Casey being the noted Break Room historian. This is not the Evan that's saying more than words of Thomas. No, this that's a, a different, different Evan. Evan. That's Evan Christian. This is yeah. Evan Evan. Exactly. Evan Evan. <laughs> Evan Evan. This is Canadian Evan. Yeah, Cana- Evan Canada. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Casey, the historian of the show. So I will say, though, I opened the box, which had a variety of Canadian snacks in them. It smelled overwhelmingly of ketchup, and I was like, wow, this thing is just pouring out the ketchup flavor. Mm, 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 mm. But what I discovered, unfortunately, or fortunately, <laughs> was that the package was open. Oh, so, no! So uh, either Casey A couldn't resist the flavor of the ketchup lays power. Oh, man, they're maybe the, stale. Maybe the postal or, workers ate it. Postal workers got into it. Those Canadian damn, they just could not resist the temptation. Or maybe C, they thought there was a bomb in there and they had to open it up. I think maybe Casey wanted to play a bit of a prank and give us Ebola. <laughs> and I think he probably wanted to see. Let's as long play, as it's on air, he'd be, he'd right. be all for he it. He laced the chips with Ebola. Right. He wanted to play Ebola roulette with the break room. God. And see who would get it and who wouldn't. And who would who would have their arms fall off first. So just all the <laughs> listeners and the viewers, and I know you're not viewers, should note that we are putting our, our, our lives in the line for the show. For Snackology. The Taste Buddies may die. This, this, we may die this. on air. Right. We may die. We if die. somebody will post the show, you'll hear it. Right. If Ebola, not, then you never will. Then you, yeah, you'll never know. Awesome. Perhaps uh, Chopper Dave will come back and post the show as a <laughs> as a part of our last will and testament. Just as many times as he did before. Right, I'm sure exactly. he'll do that this time. So let's get into it. It's already open, so you won't hear the sound of opening the bag. You can crackle it, though. You can crackle take the a, bag. Take a whiff of that. Very, yeah, very catchy. Very catchy. Shove your face in that, Thomas. Mm. Smells pretty <laughs> now, good. Now, can you, just by, just by smell alone, can you identify who made the ketchup? No, I can't. That's a shame. I thought you were a ketchup expert. Does, does it actually have a major ketchup? It doesn't. But conglomerate. I'll, we'll never know. I was I hoping don't think you it were, does. You were a like a bloodhound for did, ketchup. If it did, it would say it on the front of the package. But I was hoping you would be able to identify. It could no, be ketchup. Okay, I don't. Could like, be. That's true. That's a good point. I don't like they, go uh, and try different kinds of ketchup. I like one kind of ketchup. You like the high fructose syrup, right? Heinz. No, right? Sure. I don't actually. I thought you loved Heinz. I do like Heinz, but they don't have fructose in the Simply Ketchup one. Oh, oh, he guys the, the healthy one. Look at the, him, the healthy elite brand. Yeah, oh, motherfucker. All right. Ow, pow to so, him. I'm gonna pour these down Thomas's throat. Okay. I'm going to accept them willingly. Pour them in his butt too. All right. Pour this. Pour, pour some of these in your butt. Dustin, have some ketchup snacks. Why do we have to eat the Ebola first? Like I said, it's roulette. <laughs> and the bus. Mm. So they are they are dusty red. I would say almost a pink, almost. I mean, just looking at the light here, computer by the light of my computer. It's a, it's a red. They're a little stale, dusty, a little bit. But you know, the trade off is Ebola. The flavor of Ebola it is overwhelmingly ketchupy. <laughs> there is no question. It is very, 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 very. Very, very ketchupy. I think I could use some more. They're a little, they're a little stale, but they're definitely crunchy still. Yeah. Do you have any ketchup, Pandy? <laughs> no. What? I ran out just a little while oh ago. Oh my actually. god! They poured the last of it. In his I butt. literally <laughs> ate, ate the last of it with my supper before y'all came over. Did you just do a shot of it. <laughs> it was my supper before y'all came over. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, a bottle of ketchup. Nothing great. Yeah. Let's let the listeners know. What'd you have? It was McDonald's. It was not good. Oh, no, okay. Well. So my, we, we my stomach hurts actually. A little I should bit, have thought ahead and made sure you had. I figured just you just had an unending supply of ketchup because we could have dipped generally, the ketchup chips in the ketchup. I generally have some here, but yeah, yeah I ate the last of it. So early. we may have to do a a second experiment next week to see how ketchup on ketchup action is, providing that you well, don't eat good. the entire bag tonight. I can tell you, yeah. it's good. Oh, you think that bag is going to stay here and last a week? <laughs> no I don't way. think it will last the next hour. 
It will be gone by the time the show is over. You may eat them throughout the, throughout the episode. I'm not hungry, so they'll, they'll last tonight. Like, that matters. <laughs> they have ketchup in them. They're calling you. Well, yeah. Pretty awesome, though. They're calling for your name. So that is by far the two thumbsy uppest two thumbsy snack uppest. we've had so far. Would you like some more? No, I'm good right now. Just have some more. Okay. <laughs> Dip them in your drink. Candace no, Cameron. that's not going to happen. You want to go eat some in the shower real quick? <laughs> no. Candace Cameron stuck vegetables in my ass. Here, pass them over. If you're going to eat more, yeah, all you want. Let's share the Ebola mm. evenly. That's right. Taste the mighty Canadian Ebola. So good. I will say, I didn't expect to like to liked, or like these chips. Mm. Now, I couldn't eat an entire bag of them. Oh, I love them in two bags. <laughs> but they're not bad. I couldn't eat an entire bag of them either. I think these would actually go really well with some ranch. Or some sour cream See, dipping. that's the thing. I don't, yeah. like, bust open a bag of chips and eat it. I can't do that. They need to be, like, with a sandwich or with something else. I like to eat them with something else. And like a, a these nut, chips are, like, so great. No, not... not. This so show sucks. Wow. I don't like... I don't even... I'm not a big chips and salsa fan. Like, I just don't... Or, or nachos. Are like, you even a Texan? I like to have chips with something else in order you, to eat them. You're not even a Texan. Man, nachos are great. Chips and salsa are okay sometimes, but not. I don't like doing that very often. If it is a meal, it's like with beef or large chunks of chicken or, you know, like crazy decked out nachos. Yeah. But just like cheese and. Full pork nachos. Okay, yeah, that sounds. In fact, now I kind of want some of that. Yeah, there you go. Fajitas are. Okay, now we're. I'm just talking about nachos, cheese, and chips. I'm not real big into that. That's not. Yeah, that's not a whole meal. I like to have something to eat with my chips. Just the way it's always been. I mean, that works, too. Yeah, not, I feel like the fajita itself is the meal at that point. We need to go down. We need to take our ketchup chips. You guys could, en- could enjoy some lover's fajitas in the break. Uh, that's I not going to happen. I ate lunch. Or I ate supper, too. So too short ago. What's what's stopping you? You have ketchup chips a to eat. full stomach? <laughs> or go take a shower, and we'll feed them to you, one by one, as you shower. You could go ahead and vomit. I could do that. You're right. I could do that. You do have a vomitorium built in your house. not going to happen, though. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what happens yeah. in the break. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> so what's your rating? What you don't know is I doused the chips with Epicac, so... <laughs> we're going to have a very family guy scene. We're all going to be throwing up here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have Ebola and vomit. We're going to throw up on Thomas's super monitor there. I'm going to throw up on his cat. It's not It's not a very big monitor. Compared to everybody else's on this table. Okay. Super. Compared to the laptops on the table, <laughs> yes. I'm going to vomit in his cat's butt. <laughs> well. God. And she's going to vomit note, in Thomas. Have fun with what's that. What's ratings? Rating Thomas, I'm gonna assume yours is two flaming rated, thumbs up. I already rated it. Yeah. yeah, two flaming thumbs up. Mark. Surprisingly, I enjoyed the snack. Now, I wish they were kettle chips instead of regular Lay's whatever. You're right. That would be better. A little more crunch. Well, so well, some of that it. is the open bag. Yeah, but that is also Lay's. That's normal. A normal Lay's crunch. Just were the about. other open? Ba- were the other bags open? Was that no. That I, well, I didn't investigate all the other bags. Oh, How okay. many other bags are there? Uh, I want to say four or five. Wow. Yeah, we got. We're gonna spread Except these out for a while. We, I don't want to. I don't want to blow our chip no, no, no. wall. No, I know. In the first <laughs> six weeks, I'm just saying so. we're set for a while. What yeah. the fuck, man? So uh, yeah, I'm gonna say not two flaming thumbs up, but I will say two thumbs up because How are we in unexpectedly, Perry to I do like taste it. buddies. We're in Italy. Oh. Yeah. The taste buddies can only happen in one Italy? of the European yeah. centers of food. Absolutely. It makes total sense. And we're all of Italian descent. One of the European centers of food to taste Canadian chips <laughs> well, from, they, from Frito America. Lay. They from enjoy America. all of it, yeah. With baked potatoes. 
I'll go ahead and give it two thumbs up. It was Man. pretty good. It was a little too catchy. Enjoy. guys. I thought it was yeah. a little too much catchy. No like, one has I ever eat described bag. anything that way. <laughs> I couldn't eat a bag, but it is a good occasional snack. It was good for like a handful. And can you, would I right. want it with would I want it with a sandwich? Like if I was sure. just gonna get a sandwich and chips. Probably not too often, to be honest. Sure. But you know it's like a party once in a while. It's a party snack. You take one handful, you're good. Yeah. I would agree with that. And then Tom sneaks away with the bowl. Yeah, he eats an entire to a shower. Bowl. Sneak to away? Shower. You think I would have to sneak away? I'd watch <laughs> flaunt it in front of everybody. You'd have to sneak away when you're showering and eating them. <laughs> he would sneak away to your shower just to eat <laughs> and watch Taxi. Those are such weird yeah. bullshit habits you have me doing. <laughs> Watching Taxi and Electra. This is eating ketchup chips. In the shower. In the TV. shower. <laughs> well, on the TV that I paid thousands of dollars for to be in the shower with me. Watching Taxi and Electra. <laughs> God. <laughs> you think you'd update your movies at some point. But I wonder if we I will ever have... I just love them too much. They're the best out there. Fair enough. God. Will Fair we ever enough. have an entrant for the Double Snack Hall of Fame? No. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I think that's we'll going to snack more. When we bring in sure. 40, 50 listeners a week, I feel like too many Hall of Fames seems kind of <laughs> stupid. Oh, we're up to 40 now? Fabulous 50. All right. 50 listeners. Well, time to add a third Hall of Fame <laughs> to the show. We'll have a Kickstarter for it. Kickstarter for the Hall of Fame? Right. But doesn't make sense. That would do what? To erect the Hall of Fame. Oh, I see what you're saying. Hilarious. So, coming up next, <laughs> we're going to talk about Breakdown, Expose, Make Love to, one of the worst movies of all time. All right. You're listening to The Break Room, your home for all the nerd rage. Pop culture and illegitimate lists you never knew you couldn't live without. Keep your pants on, and we'll be back for another exciting segment soon. Hey kids, it's me, F13 from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinema diabolica. When the world cried out in agony of the horrors of the evil Lord Blandish culture... Three men came from a distant land to defend them with their thumbs of fire. Separately, these warriors are known as Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. But when evil threatens, they raise their hands to the sky and summon the fire to become the thumbs of fury. Are you ready? It's thumb time. Hey, hey. Go ahead, Mark. After seven months of fighting, the civil war in Shadaloo may have reached the turning point. The capital has just fallen. In December 1994, the forces of freedom will face a power-mad dictator in a struggle for the fate of the world. Oh, <laughs> 
Okay. So, <laughs> that was a terrible trailer to play as a this, promo. Yes, it was not a very good audio trailer to play, but that's okay. Is it a very good video trailer? Uh, yeah. Is it a very good... It's a, it's, it's, good representa- uh, it's a good representation of the actual movie. Oh, okay. Right. Fair enough. It's, it's, it's a... It's a something of the movie. <laughs> but so, are you serious? What brought this up the other day? We were talking about movies we're... from 20 years ago. 20 and 25 years ago. And this, and this is list. the movie that... Well, we're talking about 1994 with. specifically. The year of movies that it was. 20 years ago. Yeah. They said 20 to 25. Oh well, we were gosh. talking about 20 and 25 at different times. Now, are we talking about 20 or 25? Well, when was 94 from now? That was like yesterday. <laughs> just... So anyway, just keep going. Street Fighter. <laughs> this is a movie I have not thought about. Anyway, we decided to rewatch it, and it's got to be unless he's really good at lying. It's got to be the first time in a long time Dustin's actually watched something for the show. Yeah, did you actually watch it? I did actually watch it. He talked about it in the midst of it as if he was watching it. So, like I say, if actually, he didn't, uh, he sent you a screenshot from it, so you know I was watching it. I kind of still don't believe you, though. I didn't know what that screenshot was. Uh, I couldn't tell what that was, though. That was of some terribleness in the middle of the movie. I don't remember that part. Hmm. This could Shocker. be important information or strategic <laughs> information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Never mind. So we're here to talk about uh, 1994's Street Fighter the movie the based movie. on Street Fighter 2 the video game. <laughs> yeah. Not, not Street Fighter 2 the movie. This is just the first Street Fighter. It's the first it's Street Fighter 2 the movie but only called Street Fighter but not adapted from the original Street Fighter video game. Uh, no, it's adapted from Street Fighter 2. It's adapted from the Street Fighter video games because honestly but there were characters the in there that were not in the original Street Fighter 2. Right, but it it started with the Street Fighter 2 characters not the Street Fighter characters. Uh, yes, but I'm also saying it's not just straight Street Fighter 2 yeah, because there are characters in the movie wagon. that weren't in Street Fighter 2, the original. Well, yeah, but some of them came from Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fist. That's what I'm saying. Well, there's not one called that, I don't think. But Turbo Blood There's butt. one called Turbo. Turbo there's several. But that's what I'm saying. is It's multiple Street Fighter games. This was kind of... Street Fighter 4? Based, quote-unquote, There was never of. a Street Fighter 4. I don't even think there was a 3. Yeah, there was a no, 4, there was wasn't just, there? They were just yeah, all 2. Four. They were just I don't think two. you're wrong. I yeah. think you're wrong. You're completely wrong on that. You they don't were, think I'm They right. were years after people cared about Street Fighter. Definitely wasn't on 1994. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Tap they the break. Some people not caring about Street Fighter these days, but we can go back to that discussion another yeah, time. they don't. Okay. Well, that's a bold claim and probably false, but go ahead. If you disagree with Thompson's opinion, call us at 469-665-9827 if you care about Street Fighter. Oh, the lines are busting open right now. Pretty much. So Because this is broadcast live to them <laughs> to call. You're the radio expert, so we must be on live <laughs> airwaves. I think we all agree. I think the entire world agrees that the break room was recorded in this the is a live studio audience. terribly, I don't terribly think awful movie I think it's a bold claim that you can't back up. <laughs> are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm positive. Perhaps I should go check the Rotten Tomatoes. Sure, go check Rotten Tomatoes. I bet it's more than 1%. Actually, I think on IMDb or Amazon, it had like three out of five stars. Oh my That's god. How is that even possible? <laughs> Let's see. What does Street Fighter have on this? It has 12%. Bam! It is higher 12%. than one. You fresh. were wrong, sir. And the sequel, uh, The Rise of Chun Li Bloodbutt, was it a has sequel 18%. or was it just a Street Fighter? I don't know. Movie? Like anybody it's could Chun Li. It was like a. St- I never saw it. No, it's a different Chun Li. It was only yeah. made like. It was made like seven or eight years ago. Well, it would be weird. Be like 47 or something. Um. They really set it up for a sequel. It didn't have anything end. to do with. It didn't have anything to do with the uh, this movie. No, it didn't. So, I kind of wanted to get into the. A few months ago, an article appeared on Polygon.com, which is a video game site, and it was kind of an expose and a breakdown of. Doesn't sound like a real site. 
It, it's ahead. probably not. It's probably just something I made up, and these are not any real details. <laughs> They're details you threw in there? Sure. I just decided I got you know creative one day. I was like, eh, let's make some shit up and break down a movie. But uh, it, attempt, it, it, it attempts to explain why the movie was so bad. Okay. And we can talk about the end. Really? Is this really what made the movie so bad, or was this sure. movie just a disaster all around? But in 1993, Capcom decided that they wanted to make a film version of this movie. And so they hired a producer named Mark, Mark a Pressman. A film version of this movie? Uh, sorry, the video game. So they hired uh, Mark <laughs> Pressman, who was a veteran producer. And he decided that he would hire Steven D'Souza, who... Uh, his real name is Dan uh, ...had never directed a movie before. But he had written some of the biggest movies of the 80s. He had written Commando, Austin, uh, Texas. The Running Man, 48 Hours, Another 48 Hours, and Eats the first me. two Die Hard movies. So he had some decent skins some on Some writing belt. experience. Yeah, he had some writing experience. But he finally wanted to direct a movie and he thought was this was his chance. Yeah. But the first sign of trouble Terrible is that to say, Mark. Capcom said that reason to point it out. they wanted the movie released in one year. By Christmas of 1994, and this was late 1993 when they came with this. Hmm. So, and they also decided to set up a project. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) so Capcom at the time, they already had Turbo Fist and Blood Butt already in the works, obviously, because they included those characters. Right. And so they gave D'Souza this, this Street Fighter 2, Blood Butt. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, they gave him all these documents about their future plans for the series. And apparently, apparently they had. Well, like they're just like a story bible for the future games. And uh, some okay. things were happening some at the same, same time. Here's some here's some docs. <laughs> here's a word doc. <laughs> was word even around in '93? Yeah, it was. If it was, was it? it was like the it was a version you can't open with your computer today. <laughs> Probably. Prove that. God, right now. Give me a Windows 3.0 word doc, <laughs> and then we'll try okay. to do it. You got a floppy handy? <laughs> Somebody go and ask. not like a hard disk floppy, like a, like a six inch floppy. George R. R. Martin still. Uh, Writes on Windows 3.1, I think. So go oh, talk my to God. Him. What a fucking idiot. Actually, no, he writes on DOS still. Hmm. He uses WordStar or something. I don't know. Something like that. His writing is pretty much like one of those crazy role-playing games that are just text. <laughs> yeah, text. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so uh, they decided that they wanted the future of the series to kind of go away from a tournament fighting style. And they wanted it to become more of an adventure game. Obviously, that never Which is really where they aired. Yeah. Should have been more like the Mortal Kombat movie where they kept the tournament type style. Well, they decided, they came to an agreement that it was going to become more of a quote-unquote James Bond style movie. Oh, God. And they wanted it to be based around a secret base with an evil overlord. Who could portray the James Bond feel the best in this movie? Who other than Jean-Claude Van Damme? Who says James Bond like a Belgian who can barely speak English? (laughs) Yeah, barely. So Uh, hard it's... Man, have you seen outtakes of that guy saying lines on on uh, on uh, camera before? No, I have not. It's pretty funny. You that should Google, guy? You should uh, YouTube it sometimes. That like, was part of the problem with this movie. Is he can't speak. Yeah. True. Um, English, at least. Fuck, so, maybe he speaks something else really well. <laughs> D'Souza, when he, he also wrote the script, and he really wanted to focus on seven characters, because they wanted to cap the movie about 90 minutes. And he, he, he was 93 he was about, or something yeah, like that. So. And so he wanted to keep it to seven characters. That way you don't <laughs> split time between too many characters. Well, basically, when they started casting, Capcom came along and said, uh, we need to add these two characters and these two characters. And they ultimately got up to 15 characters. Yep. They, so, oh, to- they only wanted seven total in, from the games? They originally agreed to seven really? total characters. Huh. And they eventually got up to 15. And uh, when that happened, of course, every time they added more people, they 16. had to redo the budget, which sure. caused delays. Sure. And then at the same time, as other things were going give a on, shit about any delays or budget or anything, all I care about was what the end product. Right, was. they wanted to get something out. Uh, most of the budget was consumed by Van Damme and Raul Julia. 
Shockingly. They, so then they had to fill in the rest of it with stuntmen and comedians. Kylie, comedians, say, what's her name? The hey, singer? Hey, hey, hey. Kylie Minogue, who played Cammie, who she was not that big at the time, so they were able to get her no, pretty she wasn't. surprise. And in she, fact, those gotta be by Paul far the two be. biggest guys in the movie. Yeah. Paul Julia and Jean-Claude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, they were definitely <clears> the only noteworthy people. The uh, the guy who played Ryu or Ryu as they're saying in the movie and Ken uh, Ken they had Ken they had started to have a decent career at that time but this movie they just weren't tanked big. they were they weren't but they were big but they had had some significant roles and this movie just ruined the like they did in the movie well that's how I heard it I, it's I think apparently it's really technically supposed to be pronounced Ryu, Ryu. Yeah, okay. but it's they pronounced it Ryu in the game and yeah and in the that's movie, how most so. of America spoke right. it I bet because yeah. America fuck yeah from early nineties. It, so, it's amazing you say that. You've never seen that movie. What movie? America, fuck it. The one that, that reference comes okay, from. <laughs> you need to see it. Anyway. I don't need to. Go fuck your mother. Yeah, you so, do. the guy that ultimately played Ryu Ryu, uh, D'Souza cast him and really wanted this guy because he was supposedly more comedic. Whether or not that's evidence in the movie, I don't really know. <laughs> He's supposedly more comedic, but then Capcom came You don't came know? Along. You watched it? Well, I'm just saying. It's Was he really <laughs> more comedic? <laughs> they... Uh, <laughs> They they came along, went behind his back, and cast the guy who ultimately played Captain Sawada as Ryu. They cast that him guy? instead of Byron Mann. Which is Captain He was Sawada. the guy, he was the... Are we just... <laughs> was it that guy? He was the guy who barely sp- spoke English that was one of the second in command that kept speaking up. For M. Bison? The guy no, that no. showed up for with uh, makeup all over his One of the forces for the Allied Nations. Okay. Instead of using the UN. Uh, so why did he not... In- in- Get the part. Is uh, he the brother of the dude who beat on what's her name? Well, because he could barely speak English, they had he couldn't speak English, so they had to dub over all of his lines. Interesting. So D'Souza agreed to add another character, a sixteenth character called Captain Sawada, named after the real guy, 16. and he barely got any lines. But apparently, that guy had added had played Ryu in a commercial in Japan, and so that's why Capcom wanted him. Interesting. So seems then, like a good reason. The next the next big roadblock came when the production was about to start. They were having a dinner. Right before uh, they were supposed to start production the next day, and Raul Julia showed had a up. heart attack. No, oh, he didn't. He didn't have a heart attack, but he showed up, <laughs> and kidding. nobody had been told that he had stomach cancer. Should be interesting. And so he showed up, and they said he was literally half the weight that he'd been in Adam's family. And so yeah. they had had all these costume sizes and all that based on his previous size, previous. and nobody nobody told him that he was he lost so much of his muscle mass, he was barely had any energy, and was just gaunt and could barely get around. For some guy who had advanced stomach cancer, he didn't actually appear like that in the movie, to be well, honest. Not at all. The reason they, that is is because they ended up having to flip the production schedule around. Yeah. So what they did was, originally, they were going to film all the dialogue-heavy stuff first, all the big speeches and you know interaction yeah. stuff for a few months. The intricate, important yeah. parts of the They're movie. Right. The, sure, the memorable stuff. And get and they're gonna and that would give them time to choreograph all the fights and rehearse with all the actors who were doing the fighting scenes. Well, right. when Raul Joel sh- showed up like this, they decided they were gonna have to flip the production schedule. So as a result, all the fu- the fights which had not been choreographed and not been rehearsed, yeah, had to start be filming had to had to be filmed first before any of the dialogue scenes to give him time to recuperate, gain some weight, and all that. Right. So you'll notice that if I don't know if you noticed during the movies, like his weight fluctuates quite Eats a bit. Me. I didn't and they, notice. They actually notice give either. him like a very padded suit <laughs> yeah. to bulk to make him look bulked up. I want to say that I did notice that. Yeah, he looks real puffy and yeah. So yeah, they uh, they get as a result the a lot of basically when it came to the fight scenes, Eats me because they didn't have time to rehearse or choreograph. A lot of the fight scenes were just made up on the spot. 
okay. they may they may like the they big were, f- uh, finale fight scene between uh i think some of that was choreographed and and, okay yeah some of that was but some of the the smaller stuff they just made up like right before they started shooting oh, and okay. i don't know if you remember when Rhea was a first was was supposed to fight vega first in the arena mm-hmm. he did that little sword move yeah well they had never hired a, a guy who knew how to use a sword to teach him hmm. so he it just comes made to, that up it, uh, sort of and sort of no. Like it came to an hour before the scene was supposed to start shooting, and the stunt coordinator he kept asking, kept asking the the stunt coordinator to teach him how to do this move, and the guy's like, oh, "Let me think about it." Well, an hour before the thing is supposed to shoot, and the guy was still not helping him out, so he decided that uh, that guy? I have no choice. I'm going to grab a Thailand extra, a Thai extra, who knew some martial arts, and the guy t- tried to teach him this sword kata, and as a result, it looks like he's just like waving a big spoon around in the scene. Yeah, so that was one problem. That that uh, kept, kept happening frequently. Uh, let's see. John Claude Van Damme, which we talked about earlier, and Tom, you know, as Thomas said, like he could barely speak his lines. Yeah. The guy had a massive cocaine problem. <laughs> at and the time? At the time. Really? Yes. A massive cocaine problem. So apparently he would frequently miss his call times. And he would Shocking. just he would call and say he was sick. And apparently he he would frequently go out to his this guy who was supposed to keep him in line. And keep him away from getting drunk and high. <laughs> but the problem is this enforcer guy would also get high with Van Damme. Yeah, his well, real name is that's Dan That's not very Hunter. helpful at all. <laughs> not so much. Not really the job he was supposed to be doing. It's kind of like I'm supposed to keep Mark off of liquor, but then right. I drink with him. It and you're really supposed to keep Thomas off ketchup, but you right. don't. And I shoot it in his ass. It really doesn't right. help. <laughs> uh, Helps me. <laughs> True. And also at the same time, Van Damme was having... <laughs> had some a, other stuff going on? <laughs> Van Damme was having an affair with Kylie Minogue ah. on the set. Mm. So they were having a little side action with their cocaine the in the <laughs> enforcer Good for guy. him hitting it while he can. <laughs> Van Dam also refused. Uh, so he was married, I guess. Yeah, he was married at the time to uh, like Mrs. Van Dam. Yeah, Lady Van Dam. <laughs> uh, at the same time, as we have some other stuff going on, D'Souza had worked with Sh- uh, Schwarzenegger before, and he had helped uh, when Schwarzenegger, obviously oh, not wow. a native English speaker, would have trouble with lines, he would be on set to help rewrite the lines to make them easier for him to... to pattern it around his, right, speech. Around his right. speech. Well, he wanted to do the same thing with Van Damme, but Van Damme would refuse. He refused every time he wanted to do it. And so they would have to reshoot... Because he's so awesome on his own, he right. doesn't need help? Right. He's Jean-Claude Van Damme. So they would have to reshoot a bunch I'm of scenes. I'm not going to argue that. Especially that... You remember that one where... Van Damme comes flying out of the little mutation chamber, chamber with his little that. Fly, flying When they cake. think Blanca is going to be yeah. the guy who used to walk the streets of Abilene, his dad with the eye cancer. Yes, that guy. <laughs> so they had to reach that, that entire giant scene, which cost a lot of money. They had to reshoot because he thought he said one thing and, he, and they had to reshoot the entire thing. Awesome. Like, yeah, I'll get to you later. He said, I'll get to you later. And so they had to reshoot it. So uh, other problems occurred, like uh, the sets were falling apart. Uh, one were, producer had a heart attack and never returned. Another one got into a head-on I collision. Can't never reproduce. <laughs> and then one of the actors, and I'm not sure who because they didn't say, got busted for smuggling steroids in Australia. Hmm. And then on top of that, the actors Zachary weren't used to the heat and the food in Thailand, and they all started losing weight rapidly. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the vomiting and you know diarrhea all over the place. And then some of the the male actors got addicted to massage parlors because they were so right. cheap. And some of them, one I think it was uh, Byron Mann who played uh, Ryu said that. Some of them were going even one, once an hour to these massage parlors. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Genesis, I'm Genesis? assuming these are massage parlors with benefits. Yeah, with, ha- with happy endings. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah. My diarrhea naked ass. That's a lot of jizz, by the way. Aren't you just <laughs> puffing dust by the end? Like hour 12? 
You know, I don't know. I've never had that kind of treatment before. You should try that. Let's have a break room experiment. You go to. A, do we have a Dallas massage parlor? Yeah, dude. We'll just go down to Harry Hines. We'll drop you off at a Jack Shack. Wait, if it's called the Jack Shack, I no, probably it's, don't it's just a term. There. I mean, it's like it's really called like masturbation hut or something. We'll take you there. And we'll take. Well, then it sounds like I'm doing all the work, and we'll give you a we'll give you a bag of ketchup chips in between each session. You go back once an hour and see if you're puffing dust by the end. God, that'd be really weird. I feel like. So uh, as a result of all these delays, the film the ended up losing 15 days. Only 15 days? Surprisingly, only 15 days. Um, but Capcom refused to uh, move the release date because 16. they had a big tie-in with Hasbro. Well, that makes sense. Because Hasbro was trying to re- reboot G.I. Joe to wouldn't, incorporate Street Fighter. Wouldn't put a... At the time? Yeah. and they, they didn't end up doing it. No, they did. I don't. You don't remember the Street Fighter G.I. Joe toys? Oh, Okay. The, okay, the toys, yeah. not a movie. No, no, they were trying to reboot the toys. Got it. And they wanted to release them at Christmas time. And Do you remember shooter games? Movie, so. Do you remember TV Have stands? It? So it, they had. They told him he had to fit all the 15 days. How does Capcom in that instance not own the characters and say, Hasbro, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be ready when we're ready? Because they got our characters. Well, because they got to get a big financial windfall off that. Can they, they tell? I understand that. But let's make a quality product. Is, yeah, three months. Aren't they the ones with all the cards they in that instance? Have, but they didn't care. They obviously didn't care. Oh, okay. And then at, uh, that's right. So to accommodate this, to try to squeeze in the fifteen extra days, he hired or he took the uh, the head stunt coordinator Charlie Two. Persini, who had worked with him on Die Hard, and he hired him to become the second unit director. And do all the the uh, more minor fights. Well, Persini decided that he was going. To, he refused to film the signature moves of the characters, which obviously Capcom wanted incorporated in the film, like the blowing fire and yeah. the pile driver and anything, yeah. any anything, any uh, signature uppercut. move. He re- he refused. There was and, like a fireball at one point oh, randomly, but it was well, that was part of the bad. Yeah, they uh, when he discovered this, well, wasn't out of uh, what's his what's his name Dalsim. Yeah, the stretchy legs. It wasn't from him. No, no, it was... Uh, Not from Ryu. Ryu. Yeah. Ryu did that? Ryu or Ken. There was a remember. very tiny flash of light. I don't remember yeah, that. It's okay. really brief. Yep. Well, and that was supposed to be in there. Well, what happened was D'Souza discovered Persini refused to film these because they weren't realistic enough like the rest of the movie it's was. It's a fucking <laughs> it's a, yeah. movie about Street Fighter characters. Exactly. So then he had to go yeah. back and film, refilm or reshoot all the scenes himself. Yeah. And There and, are plenty of people that put together movies that are delusional about what the movie is. Yeah. And that's not... He's not the first one. He, he won't be the people. last one. And I'm just saying, oh, okay. you know, movies that take themselves seriously when they would have been a whole lot better if they hadn't. You know what I'm talking about. Well, the... Uh, no idea what you're saying. Shut up. <laughs> the uh, Ryu fireball, as a result, they didn't have enough time in the movie. a flash of light. It's not like you saw a fireball travel across the yeah, room. Just a, There's like a flash of light as he does yeah. his hands. And he goes, you can and throw yeah. it out there. He does say something like that. Like, it's a... It is, it is what it is. I mean, it is... Yeah. That move, but that's like one of the few things. Yeah, well, yeah. It was except like, for the very end scene, there some even that's like Sagat. Yeah. You know, didn't do his. It wasn't really a guy kick though. Well, he had the helicopter kick that he did, and then the uh, the vertical roundhouse, for lack of a better term. I don't, I don't know what remember called. him doing the helicopter kick. Yeah, it's it's like a real quick cut, but he does it. But he get Chun Li to do the scissor. First kick of all, the helicopter him. kicks were Ryu and Ken Masters. Well, the one where he's on his hands doing the helicopter kick, whatever you call it. It's not really spin kick. Something Who are you talking like that? about? Oh yeah, Guile. that is kind of a guile move. Well, guile sits like he's laying down and he does that big ass kick. Yeah, that's yeah. They, and they had that one there did, too. Yeah, kind of. But mm-hmm. at any rate, there was very few signature very, moves. They had to go. That he had to go back there and try to shoot all of those very quickly. So he got as many as he could, uh, and they had a lot more actually. But then uh, they didn't have enough time to finish the film, 
to get the special effects in, which is why there was no fireball. So which yeah. is why they had a very tiny flash of light. Because <laughs> he had to get it to the MPA for rating, and they came back and they rated it R. Wow. Because of too much blood. Dear God. So the Seriously? Cap- yeah. Was there any blood? Well, that's the thing. is Capcom came back and said, you have to cut the film. So he cut it, cutting out a lot of the special moves and cutting out most of the blood. He resubmitted the MPA. It came back rated G. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so they went back in post-production and added the word shit to get it to PG-13. Oh, my God. Because they wanted like it rated PG-13. Not. I'm like a fucking nut. So finally, the film was released on uh, December 23rd. I really want to do that job. How do I apply for... The MPA? I like those. Watching movies and rating them. There's a great great documentary. I forget the name of it. But it's all about the MPA and their secretive ways. And how it's a long they will not tell like a you secret society porn series. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I, I forget. I think it's called "This Movie Is Not Not Yet Rated," and it's all about how they are so secret about how they do their ratings and how it's very political and how it's not very fair at all hmm. to the to the movies hmm. most of the time. Hmm. So the uh, the film hmm. ended up opening behind uh, third behind Dumb and Dumber and Santa Claus, which had already had seven weeks uh, on the. Had already been out for seven weeks. Both of those? Yeah. Well, Dumb and Dumber had just been released. Santa Claus had been out for seven weeks. Dumb and Dumber definitely deserves to beat that. And then... Uh, I can't take credit for that, though. I didn't watch that anywhere near when it came out. It actually set a record with a drop between... A 55% drop between Friday and Saturday. Although, it ended up making $100, $100 million worldwide. So it ended up... Actually, $100? Yes. $100. <laughs> it, How much did it cost to make? I think it was something like... Thirty million, maybe. So it ended up. 18. So it profited yeah, pretty well, despite the so fact Capcom it was terrible. Yeah, it ended up taking the careers of Iron Man, Damian Chapa, and that actually started. That was the downward slide of Van Damme because after um, the second Universal Soldier, he didn't make another movie for nine years after that. And then, is that a downward spiral, or is that him deciding to take a break? I, uh, I this, feel confident someone was offering him movies. Somewhere. Well, he made like maybe he wanted cocaine instead of movie roles. That's true. Maybe well, that, they offered him roles. They sorry, I sharp myself. They weren't theatrical roles. He had he had direct video releases, but no theatrical. Just roles. for the a hole <laughs> until I think until JCVD, which we talked about an email earlier today. Yeah. Was that a theatrical release? Yeah, it was. was there, really, it was a small indie release. Yeah. Huh. We need to watch that and then report back. But are you serious? And uh, after that, DeSouza's career tanked. Um, he had one more movie in 95, The Judge Dredd. With My name's me. Yeah. Which was... He was not in that? No, he was the uh, writer for that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. The, oh, the, the... The director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, got he it. He wrote the 1995 Judge Dredd, and then he ended up writing the story, but was not credited for the second Tomb Raider movie. And after I that, his what, I didn't even know there was a second Tomb Raider movie until recently, so... The Cradle of Life. Yes, no, I know that now. Females Thank don't you. have the right. So the only people who actually came yeah, out ahead on this movie were Kylie Minogue, who obviously became an international pop star, and then Charlie Persini, Persini who is 79 years old and ha- is still doing stunts. He actually did some on, uh, what was that, uh, Need for Speed. He actually did some of the driving on that movie. He's 79 years old and has over 300 film credits to his name. And the corpse of Raul Julia came out of that, too. That's true. God. The double dead Raul Julia. Yeah. What is wrong with you? So there you go. There's the story behind Street Fighter. Now... I would ask the question behind the expose. Is this a facts. comment? I would ask the question. Would the, <laughs> let's say all those delays and those fuck ups had not happened. Would this still have been Did a good movie? Probably would not. it ever? It just there would have looked, been more signature moves. There might have been a little bit more blood, but it's it's, it's not still like been a horrible this movie. movie was just a little bit shy of being good. I don't think any of that that mattered. I mean, the actors were horrible. No. The script was horrible. Most the, of the again, dialogue was they absolutely took awful. It way too seriously. Oh, yeah. He he is the guy that said 
no, I'm not doing any of those things. Like yeah. that. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Like, see, I would say he didn't it took it till I, way I, too seriously. I don't, think I don't think it took itself too seriously. I think it it was too self aware because don't, don't if you, you look at was hot like me. Bison is pouring a drink and his uh, shaker has a tiny bison hat on it. <laughs> he yes. he when he's deploying the mines for the stealth boat, it's a Capcom video game panel. Yes. Did you like uh, uh, sexy that was bison funny, as though. he was trying to get with the Chun Li as well? Yeah, that, that was the same thing with the tiny and, hat on the yeah, shaker. Yeah. And he changes hats and it's the same hat. <laughs> yeah. It's a different color. It was almost like it was Austin Powers, but set in the video game world. It was it was yeah. I think it was a little too self aware. Like I like the Capcom video game was, with the minefield. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I just feel like they didn't understand and at the time they didn't understand what a video game movie should be. <laughs> True. And I'm not entirely sure they understand that today, what it's, it should be uh, in most cases. Have we seen a really good video game? The Resident Evil movies are probably about the best the yeah, video the, game to movies. I feel like maybe offered. the Ridley Scott Halo Nightfall coming up might be a decent okay, one. Okay, well, you I can't just, talk you about what? movies that have yet to come no, out. No, I know. I'm saying it might be. I'm just saying since that time. Since that time? What other, shut up. I'm saying you can't really offer those as proof that it works. <laughs> I'm saying, other I mean, than Resident Evil, statement. what other video games? Shut Tomb- the fuck up! <laughs> Tomb Raider, the first one wasn't bad. You gotta keep this oh, guy that's in right. I haven't based. seen those. Uh, the first one was okay. Yeah, I'm just saying it was, it was pretty close to the game. I mean, it wasn't It was awesome. better. Was it a good movie, not was it true to the video game? Okay, was it a good movie? It was okay. It was very okay. That's why I've other, seen at least what, two of them, because the first one, they tried to do the fake boobs on Angel yeah. and Joanna, and it was what terrible. Other, the, what other attempts are there in the market out there that I'm not thinking uh, of? Double Dragon? Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Mortal Kombat was infinitely better than this movie. I agree, actually. The second one was terrible. Mario Brothers, the movie? <clears throat> oh, yeah, you're right Mario about Brothers, that, yeah. unfortunately. Well, there was the second Street Fighter movie, which I still have not seen. Yeah, but the I Legend yeah, of Chun-Li. It didn't have anything yeah. to do with this one. It was just another one. And I want to say that I never saw it, but I want to say, like, Vega was the only person, like, in costume in that um, whole movie. Well, Chun-Li had a red costume, was vaguely. But it was, similar. that's what I'm saying. But v- Vega was the only character. Talking about the Street Fighter movie? Yeah, Ken, the Chun Li one. Ken and Ryu ended up. In yeah, that's true. They similar did. costumes. They did. The red oh, and the white. And it, Y'all it's funny. Seen that Ken movie, was yeah. like the least muscular person in that entire movie. Yeah, he was. In the video game, he's supposed to be a big, beefy blonde dude. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, there was a Tekken movie that came out as well. I'm there was the Final well. Fantasy: The Spirits Within. The Bison. Oh man! Bison oh, God. was similar. I changed my that one and the Advent Children. Both of those are supremely better than most other video games. Movies. Advent Children was really good. I never I actually never saw Spirits Within. The Spirits Within was really good too. I mean, it has absolutely. It's like another Final Fantasy game in that it has absolutely nothing to do with the other Final Fantasy stuff. But it's really really good. If you uh, haven't seen it. The Max Payne movie. Never saw that. It was terrible. Yeah, and I, I love Marky Mark, but it was terrible. Prince of Persia? Oh, the, speaking of that, I watched that the same weekend I watched Prince of Persia. That's right. That's okay. That was an okay adaptation. Um, Timothy, uh, what's, what's the dude's name from Justified? Timothy Oliphant? He did um, I, the bald uh, oh, uh, contract killer. Hitman. Hitman. That was an awful movie. Yeah, it was terrible. It was horrible. <laughs> God, there have been quite a few. Uh, there there were looking a couple them up. of Silent nice. Hill movies. Uh, yeah, those... I have not seen those. Apparently, there's an Assassin's Creed movie coming out. There was. Oh, really? Scheduled for August 2015. I don't know anything about that one. Apparently, there's a Ratchet and Clank movie coming out. Oh, yes, I movie. do know about that one. Yes, they're starting with the first one and making a movie out of it. But are you serious? And there's going but to be, are you be serious? Awesome. Get ready, guys. Put oh, your seatbelts on. Here's a bullshit game. There's going to be an Angry Birds movie. <laughs> Shoot me in the face. But a Metal Gear Solid movie, which I that could, could be, be awesome. Yeah, could be. What and else? apparently, there's still a Mass Effect movie coming. It's uh, never happening. Tomb Raider reboot. There yeah. should be a it God should. of War game happening. Should be. To, or a movie happening. Last of Us has been TB, TBD. 
But yeah, apparently they're going to do a Tomb Raider reboot. But yeah, I that's... just bought a system over the re-release of that game, so yes, I would be excited about a movie release. Are you of that. serious? Just house money over here. Yeah, no that's kidding. not house money. Okay. My name's Media. <laughs> what? It's not house media or house money. My name's Media. <laughs> house money. <laughs> so Street Fighter Two. Street Fighter Two. Thumbs. Well, I'm Mr. Works. No, it's just Street Fighter. My bad. You know, Street there were so many terrible things about the movie. Uh, I but mean, you're going to give it two thumbs up anyway? No. No, not at all. <laughs> two flaming thumbs up. I, I can't give it two flaming thumbs down because I've seen so much worse. Oh, God. Double Dragon being one of them, which I want to go back and reevaluate. I've never seen that. Oh, my God. It's I've also seen Juana Man. Yeah, that would fit in that category. So I give this one What's two... Juana Man? It's an awful movie. It's a horrible movie. It's about a... A male basketball player that he gets kicked out of the league or something, so he goes so he to the WNBA. So he as a woman and tries to play WNBA? Yeah. Oh, God. You've also seen uh, the one about the tooth fairy where you can't stay in the dark. What was that movie back in the day? I can't remember what the hell that's called. Horror movie? Shadows Fall is the name of it? Darkness Falls. Darkness Falls. Yeah. Yeah. And you've also seen that terrible movie with uh, Rihanna. Uh, not Rihanna. The uh, vampire movie. What's her face that died in the... Uh, oh, God. Queen of the Damned. Queen I've seen Damned. it, too. That movie is one of the worst... I saw it like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, it can't be as bad as everybody says. And she sucky, is so... Sucky. Oh, I was a giant fan of hers. What the fuck is her name? Aliyah or something? I can't remember. Aaliyah. 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 Yeah. God, she was beautiful. But, God, that movie was... God damn terrible. It was. It was boring and terrible. It was, dude, it was a pre-Twilight Twilight is what it was. It was so terrible. That's a fair statement. Anyway. So, I gotta give it two thumbs down, not two flaming, because again, I've seen way worse. Two thumbs down easily. In fact, one of them probably is flamed. I'm gonna give it two flaming thumbs down. That's a mm. flaming piece of shit. Mm. That's pretty it's bad. right down there with those other ones. It's fucking terrible. I mean, look, there's mm. methane. It's barely watchable. There's methane trickling out of my thumbs. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's I can right barely there. get through the damn thing. It was so it fucking was pretty, terrible. It was pretty rough. I will say that I w- watched another movie. Nah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it was rough. There's almost With Bison's fucking suit that could tell that he was not he didn't have any vitals, so it brought him back to life and it electrified him. Dude, that's part of the video game. Fucking terrible. I didn't like the uh, when he he was resurrected and they had the electromagnetic fists and boots. Yeah, that was terrible. That's horrible. And you know they they capped it off with the extremely cheap for Raul. Via con Dios. <laughs> I was like, that is the cheapest dedication. One of the dumbest, well, there was so many dumb parts, but one of the dumb parts was when Jean-Claude goes up there and punches in Bison, yeah. and they zoom in on the American flag <laughs> tattoo on his, on his bicep. I'm like, oh my god. What are you talking god, about? I felt more American than ever. I mean, is there anybody more American than Jean-Claude Van No shit. <laughs> he just he says U.S. No shit. I'm trying to think of who would have been a better, like, just lead guy, who would have been better... Probably several people. Brad Pitt. Is that Joanna Man? Really, before Brad Pitt was really, who was a leading man in '93 that could have done a better job? Tom Hanks. Brad Pitt was a leading Tom man in '93. <laughs> I'm just thinking of leading men from 1993. Sean Astin. Like '96 or something. No, like 2004. When was Thelma and Louise? Like '89. Brad okay, Pitt was in that. In the, okay, just because he was in something, he was a major character. Like in that. he was in River Runs Through It around that time, but that's could have gone not from that to Street Fighter. <sighs> or aren't you glad he didn't? I don't know. He, he would have made it better than John Claude. No, don't don't kid yourself <laughs> to think that different casting would have meant the success he of this movie. Might have had a less of a cocaine problem than John. I mean, Claude. yes, but. You're kidding yourself if you think those things Mark rattled off are what made this movie bad. No, it didn't help, but no, it didn't. It was bad overall. I'm barely here. 
Yep. And that suit that Raul Julia was wearing, that was a contract issued suit for him to be able to show up with stomach cancer. <laughs> Probably <laughs> he had so. to be able he be able to have his life uh, monitored at all times. <laughs> It was really it was, a, it was a real and monitored suit. I will say, uh, just he to, actually went down right at that moment. <laughs> exactly, that's how he died. Was on screen. <laughs> no, no, no. It brought him back. Yeah. It did what it was supposed to do. Just like Brandon Lee, he died on set. God, had a had a. I was going to say uh, <laughs> on the Blanca character, I, I found it hilarious. God, it's that was terrible. It kept saying muscle mass increased by. 80 percent yes and he steps out and he's actually like smaller than the he looks than he, he was looks before barely bigger than he was yeah that was a terrible job they should have gotten a dude a big ass yeah. dude to just play that part from there on should have gotten i just love the whole thing that where they made blanca like let's throw him all this evil shit and then let's show him like martin, martin luther, luther king. king then he'll be a good guy episode the full so house <laughs> it was so goofy it was yeah. oh well dj <laughs> Blanca sits down with tiny Michelle Blanca and oh my god he Candace. sits down with Jean-Claude Van Damme maybe violence isn't everything Jean and Candace Blanca although it'd be weird if he called him Jean in the middle of the Jean-Claude Van Blanca why would he call him that did you guys remember that the last episode of Full House disclosed how his uh, wife actually died god. and that was a Blanca what was the reason for death car accident I don't remember I think so Dr. Franken-13-Stein. Golly. All right, so... Stuck vegetables in my ass. That might go... If we had a double... Yeah, I'd be okay with that. A double <laughs> down-thumb flame Hall of Fame, that might go in there, but... On, uh, on worst pieces of shit on movies? On pieces yeah, of shit. Yeah, definitely ever. fit in there. Into the basement of the double flame Hall of Fame. I absolutely. feel like there's been worse, for sure. Oh, yeah, there's been worse, but that's definitely <clears throat> bad. That one's pretty bad. That one kept me entertained just because of the content. <laughs> yes, from how bad it is? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> it wasn't a movie that characters I didn't know anything about couldn't have cared about. I mean, if it had been, it'd been about something I don't have any previous saying. reference to, then I wouldn't have cared at all. I would have right. watched it. But it's better than some Feeling movies dick. because of that, just because of the history. Even though Street Fighter II and Mortal Kombat wore me out on all of those kind of games pretty much across Nobody the board. And I guarantee you they're going to try to make another Street Fighter movie at some they point. They might. They might. All right. Well, let's not go out and let's this get into some news. I'm not going that. out yet. Huh? We're going out to the next Going segment. out to the news. No. Why? What else do you have to say? You're listening to The Break Room. What the hell is a must kit? always believed the story of Cinderella to be a tale of love and magic. Why? Cinderella finds love and is whisked away to a world of whimsical fantasy that most can only imagine in their dreams. But not even Cinderella knows the full story. Unbeknownst to Cinderella, her fairy tale life is saturated with dark magic and evil workings, all being masterminded by the malevolent high demon known as Askaroth. Askaroth's twisted plan spans Cinderella's life, first as an abused young girl, then queen of the kingdom of Cinderlon, mother and widow. Narrated by the high demon Askaroth, this tale is told in three parts. Only a single piece is told at one time. But as he himself puts it, the pieces fall much better when they do not fall in order. Do you not agree? Budgie Bigelow brings a tale that is truly imaginative delves into the story of Cinderella like no other before. Askaroth is a cringe-filled thrill ride that should not be read alone in the dark. Look for Askaroth by Budgie Bigelow on Amazon.com 
and in the Kindle store today. I am You think I give a shit? Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News. With your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes. Here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. (laughs) Oh, what a day. What's going on, guys? You guys on the break room with me? Am I in the break room alone? I was a latchkey kid. Fair enough. So is anybody going to talk about news with me or am I going to have to quit the show? Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Fucker. You had to slam that hard. Uh, at the same time, uh, we have some other stuff going on <laughs> as well. I ejaculate on, the, on Lady Liberty. <laughs> God. Is he part of Space Hog? And he has a nighttime sports show now. I like how he Bank took Bankbros.com. like how he took his drink with him, <laughs> with him and left his computer. I cannot take off my mother's bra. Did you jizz all over my car? Uh, women only queef. Oh, are you guys part. talking now? Okay. That was believable. We had enough menstrual blood last week. When you took your beer with you and left all your other you shit. Guys remember it, that the last episode? Not really. I guess taking that with me. Threatening storm his, out. Uh, wife actually died. I could have drank that on the way. And left your com- left your prized four hundred year old computer. I was gonna say, what are you gonna get for it? Twenty bucks. <laughs> I like how you think I'm gonna try to sell it. <laughs> huh? All right, so some news happened Welcome this week. To surprisingly awesome enough. Town. Okay. <laughs> you guys have all flown at some point, right? Everybody no. been on a plane? I've never Someone flown. flown somewhere? No. Uh, that's not true. You've been the guy, who goes, to, I've never the guy who goes to Chris Cornell concerts well, all the time. I, let me just say, man, I've never flown commercially. Eh, God. I don't know about that. <laughs> How? What would you say if someone uh, took a big shit on the seat next to you? Would you be He's down on the phone. happy about that, or would you be upset about that? I'm going to go I'd ahead probably... and say, like, while I'm, I'm sitting there? Sure. Do while I get, you're sitting there. Do I get to wipe? The, the person yeah, taking the I, shit? That's your question. I mean, you could, I guess. Hey, I'm totally cool with what you're doing, sir, but can I wipe sure. after you get done? And am I allowed to sort through the remnants? Uh, pick the you can do whatever you want with the remnants. What do you think you're going to find in there? You can eat it, you uh, can smear it on your face, you sure. can do whatever you want with it. Might get some corn, some nice nutritional corn, sure. some oh. gold. Apparently passengers on a Delta Airlines flight from Beijing to Detroit last week were horrified when a Chinese child squatted on his seat and proceeded to defecate. According to the... To a uh, Chinese website. She was doing a goat yell at the same time. Passengers reportedly asked the parents to bring the child to the restroom, but the child's grandfather insisted that his grandson finish his business at his seat. Oh my god! <laughs> was it his seat he shat on? It was his was... own seat, but who cares? I don't care if someone's taking I, a shit well, next to me. If I'm in the. I mean, I do. I, I'm not saying that matters. I'm just saying what happens after he does. Like, 
grandfather. What happens? God damn it. Would you please take that drop out of the directory? No. God no, damn. No, leave it in there. Um, yeah, I don't know what you do about that at that point, especially if you're... Let's just say you're in the window seat and someone takes a shit in the middle seat. Okay, no. I'm not okay with it in any instance. I'm saying, oh, okay. what does the child do with his seat after he shat in it? Sit back in it? Uh, I'm assuming so, since grandfather told him to take his shit there. He uses it as a flotation device when I throw him out the fucking door. <laughs> Passenger Lulong Gang Wang. Not a real name. Told China Sina News. Not a real paper. Uh, that an odor filled the plane and passengers were complaining and outrage. A flight attendant spoke with the family, but according to the Chinese, to China Smack, whatever that is, the elders were unmoved, leaving the flight attendant no choice but to drop the subject. Like, out of the plane, right? So I guess they just left the deuce in the seat? Sure, why not? I don't know. And really, I mean, he's a Chinese child. How big of a deuce can he produce, really? Let's be honest. What was he, three or four? Sure, his colon is fairly normal size. Yeah, but it's not like... a three or four-year-old like colon. Yeah, but it's not like... Uh, it's like Mark, that's why don't you investigative report that for us? <laughs> the Chinese colon versus the standard Excuse colon? Excuse me, sir. No, he was a not child. Chinese, but that <laughs> child. But how does the Chinese child colon compare to the American Chinese colon? Oh, God. I don't know. I would, th- I would assume that the to... Chinese-American colon is significantly bigger than a Chinese-Chinese colon. <laughs> we'll, have to go to, uh, we'll have to go to Thomas on that analysis. I really don't know. Why Thomas? are we having this conversation? <laughs> I mean, it's not like not the, good analysis. It's not like the Chinese. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not like the Chinese Chinese colon is like the size of a Dom DeLuise colon. I mean, that thing would be like a good. But a Dom DeLuise is much older than a four-year-old Chinese is uh, he? Chinese or boy. Or was he? Yeah, he was. He was much bigger than Pretty that. Pretty sure he was suffering from progeria. He was well at his at his peak. He was much bigger. Right. But he also didn't have a Chinese American colon. He had an American American colon, which is like which he was also, also large. A, an obese American colon. Right. That music is really loud, so I'm going to just crank that down. It really is bit. loud. Uh, yeah, but he had an American American colon, which is about the size of Goodyear Blimp. Possibly two. Can you imagine the American standards that that guy destroyed? I'm sure he blew up a lot of piping in his day. Now, how, how long would it take a Chinese Chinese colon to destroy an American standard? Depends on the standard? size of the, of the uh, Chinaman. Have you, how many deuces have you measured? International deuces. Uh, I have measured zero. Thomas, how many have you measured? He's holding up ten. <laughs> My measuring tape is just dong length, right? Well, and we you, all, you measure dong really Sure, that has to do with anything. He was holding up both of his hands <laughs> and flashing all all ten fingers twice. So he's measuring. He only measures deuces if you're eating chips on the toilet. Can we get to the topic? <laughs> this is the topic. This is the topic. We're talking about Chinese no. deuces, American, American, American deuces. Deucing on a plane. Sizes seat. of colons is not the topic. <laughs> this uh, is a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> God, <laughs> that's awesome. What is that uh, from? That is a great beat. That is from Thomas the Tank I on the Breakout that, Media Network. I would rather the anus. <laughs> okay, fair enough. God, sucky, sucky. It's- <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> would you ever consider a, uh, well, you both own property. Thomas, I don't. No, I you, don't. you own multiple properties. I'm a renter. I don't own property. Mark, you do not. You do not rent anything. You have several different, several different establishments. I'm a renter. Thomas, doesn't matter if you rent it or not. Why is it funny house. for you to make bullshit up? Either way, if you rent or own, would you ever have a house sitter? Um, for what? Like they're, they're, are they watching the pets or what? Yeah, are they it depends. If there's no, pets they're involved, like staying in your are house. they just staring if at the house? Like nothing, you're gone for two weeks, they come and stay for two weeks. If there is nothing in my house, then fuck no. Well, your normal house, like right here, where you I, have, I have you know, a cat twelve PS2s so. or PS4s, and 
You those know, don't need Xbox to be watched and... while I'm away. <laughs> the point. There's okay. not, if, there's, if there's an animal involved, well, then yeah, sure. They stay here to watch the cat, but they can, you know, access her yeah, I don't want people, people staying at my house either. They can come over and make sure she has food and water and shit and then leave. Okay. So you don't want anyone staying there? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Why do you have to own a house to be able to answer that question? You don't. I said if you oh, own okay. or rent a house. Got if it. you have an establishment. God damn. Why are you treating this as a closing segment? <laughs> I'm all your animals that you have in this apartment. I'm providing audio evidence of them. I have screaming goats <laughs> and birds, and probably some uh, homeowners who did allow someone to actually house at their house. I uh, got a very odd note from the person who was house sitting. And um, it noted uh, jumped on trampoline, bruised penis. That was actually left in the note. Uh, the homeowners aren't sure whether this weird report included in the house hand, uh, handwritten note was an attempt at a joke or an example of an epic oversharing. See, look how small it is. But one thing the householders don't expect to find when they uh, in a note uh, from their sitter describing his bruised penis. So, I guess he was just talking about different things he did around the house, and apparently at one point he was. So they thought it was odd the, enough. They called up the local news agent and reported this. Uh, I'm assuming so. So this. Cryptic yet hilarious letter left on the kitchen table details details this item, uh, along with a range of other weird episodes. His list of events his list of events is headed with jumped on trampoline, bruised penis, and it's followed up with neighbor came by, asked for soap, do not trust. <laughs> Continuing with his bizarre theme, he adds saw a weird bird pelican question mark uh, perched on a fence, <laughs> offered to play bat gamma with the bird, but could not find a game set. <laughs> a pity. So I'm going to say enough. this is just a funny, funny guy saying there. That is really weird. <laughs> Whatever the writer's motive uh, for penning the note, a sense of humor is certainly present. And he wrote, uh, Bird came back later and asked for soap. Suspect conspiracy will monitor more closely henceforth. Kind of <laughs> kind of fell off a little bit near the end. Yeah, it's kind of It was funny earlier. You're getting a circle. Bruce penis. This might be the worst show ever. <laughs> I don't think that. God, Mark. Why are you got to be so down on everything? This uh, is a waste of time. Uh, just gonna speak and drop from now on. Yep. Uh, even though you just defied it right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think of having a man servant or a female uh, a female servant? Like, oh, if you're a man having oh. female come around doing things, or a man or a female the, having men doing it? That would be the peak of I've got it all. Do you mean like like, like you pay them and they, just have a servant in general? Hey, Whether it be let's it say it's opposite sex for the sake of this article. Uh, depends what they're job requires them to do it's everything but giving you like a handy and a blowy you know other things just a little tickle me i'm gonna give you a hange sure i'm gonna blow you they're not gonna tickle your asshole oh well then i don't care i just they're they're just gonna do everything else your asshole i'm out then okay well as long as they're gonna check the oil (laughs) once in a while i mean apparently there's a new service starting up called manservants oh no um, really? Yeah. Apparently, it's a startup, and it's on Kickstarter at this point. It's on Kickstarter. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the startup don't have the right. A startup in San Francisco called Manservants aims to give every woman exactly what she wants. A man who does exactly what she wants. Oh, the no. company, founded by two advertising copywriters, want to unleash your inner lady of leisure by providing you with a gentlemanly, tailor-to-order mashup of Butler, Bodyguard, and Cabana Boy. Good. That's a lot of dudes God. in service. <laughs> that. Drop has no relevance right now. It's a lot, but this is not it's a lot of repeat not an escort service. They like that. It's a lot of dudes to service. It's completely PG, they say. Oh, sure it is. They just happen to want to horseshit to bukkake your face. <laughs> God. They, might, they might want to do that, but I mean that might be They want to hmm? lovingly bukkake you because you provided them with cleaning duties. 
Manservants may become a personal assistant slash errand boy, if that's what the customer wants, because... Okay. As one of the co-founders lays out, every woman fantasizes something different about their okay, manservant. Fantasizes? Okay. Yeah. This is not a sexual thing at all, but they fantasize about... During testing, for instance, one woman asked for a sassy gay best friend who could give her okay, pointers well, to spice up her marriage. Another wanted a bodyguard at her office to screen all her visitors. So I would apparently like these manservants do pretty much anything you want. Mark, will Is you be like hiring a, a manservant? Sure, absolutely. I'm going to hire him to kill everybody around should, me. We request a sassy gay best friend. <laughs> Preferably the sassier the better. <laughs> I should volunteer my... Well, I should... Offer to work for that company, show up at some woman's house and say, Oh, you want to hit this? Exactly. I'll be the best sex you will ever have. Yet another client. Good God. Wanted to be served food while the man servant sang tunes to the Little Mermaid. Oh. I'll fuck you till you love me, fat God. Whoa, whoa. I definitely appreciate being your first. <laughs> so, manservants.com. It's going to last. Yeah, I will. Absolutely will. Somebody's got to put a hold in the, the man test of industry. time. Okay. Do you think women's sir, servants would last? Sir, this is not a whoring industry. Sorry. They made that very specific. Look, I think we would all, I would love to be a billionaire to afford, you know, like two uh, planes made out of iPad Airs. Yeah. Then I could possibly afford a you butler. You can. I would but, love to afford a butler. But I'm but, asking, do you think this would work if the gender roles were reversed? Do you think you could have a, a female? Hell yeah, female no. Side. Yeah, people have maids now. Why not? Not to do these things. You can't... I don't think you could have a woman... To be a female cabana boy? Sing uh, a Little Mermaid while they feed you food. I don't think that would work in reverse. While wearing a G-string. I like rape. I don't know. I mean... That's Chris Hansen's take, but... (laughs) You... They have... I don't know. They have women that... You, they're naked and you eat sushi off them. I don't so I'm know. Sure they probably that would, do I'm have sure something. I'm sure it would work. I bet the shit yeah, probably already exists in Japan. I'm sure there's not like full fledged articles like this written about that <laughs> in, that entity. I bet the shit already exists in Japan where there's they have articles written dirty underwear dispensing machines. Can we machines not bring that up every and time? Porn. Bow down, porn. bitches. <laughs> Thank you, Rush. Appreciate the contribution. Need his way in on this one. <laughs> We're getting to the misogynistic part of the show. Not really. Manservants.com is really not much. Seems like, like it's the other way around, actually. Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> Putting that beeve out. <laughs> but fuck bonanza. Well, on that note, uh, let's go ahead and move on to uh, some female flight attendants who actually warn their travelers to flush their drugs before landing. Uh, I'm going to give you a Dirty Sanchez. Really nothing to do with drugs and <laughs> flushing them while you're landing. <laughs> This is a story that comes out of Australia. An Australian airline apologized on Wednesday for warning a flight attendant for a warning a flight attendant gave passengers who might have been flying high, uh, heyo, that there were uh, drug sniffer dogs awaiting them at the Sydney airport. Many of the 210 passengers aboard the Jetstar flight from Gold Coast City on Sunday night had attended the Splendor in the Grass weekend music festival. <laughs> at Byron Bay and we're returning home. Awesome. So basically the flight attendant went in and said, uh, let's go and flash the, uh, flush the ship because someone at uh, the Sydney airport is going to go I'm surprised they were it. even able to get it on the plane. Flush that, you bitch. Mm. I'm not that surprised about that. I'm, is is weed legal in Australia? Uh, I'm guessing not. If they had drug sniffing, drug sniffing dogs yeah, in no Sydney. And they're well, gonna oh, go I and they're, I'm sorry, I thought they were flying from Sydney. No, yeah. they're going to, to Sydney. Sydney. To Sydney. Where were they yeah. coming from? Uh, some festival Amsterdam And would that require wish- research? Gold Coast City Wherever that is Isn't the Gold Amsterdam. Coast in Australia? Uh, maybe it is I don't know Well I know there's a Gold Coast in Australia I don't know Maybe 
There might be a Gold Coast somewhere else, too. Mm, yeah, who knows? Maybe that is where they were. Unimportant. But, hmm. So, anyway, would you appreciate oh, that if yeah, a yeah. flight attendant told you to flush your weed before you Of course, you I would like somewhere? to be... Sure, I don't want to get arrested. Except want, someone obviously ratted out the flight attendants. Yeah, I don't want apparently. some Australian murdering my butthole with an M16. Good day, mate. I'm sorry. Throw another shrimp on how, your butthole. <laughs> how do you think a, a search goes... You think they murder you through the asshole with an M16? Yeah, they basically take a flashlight, they put it on the end of an M16, they ram it through your butthole several times to find the coke. Okay. Ah! A flashlight and your asshole are both two innies. No, but there's the end of the flashlight. It looks like a flashlight. They can ram that through your anus. God. And they can plug their M16 into the flashlight. And you can dilate in. quite a bit if that's if you're taking <laughs> oh, that thing in. Not really. 16, it's just 16, a forceful 16. penetration. There's blood. There's like a blood explosion. God. So you've had this happen. Yeah, many times. <laughs> Willingly. Many times. Willingly so. Awful. <laughs> that does sound awful, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so here's where we get to the uh, misogynistic part of the show. Okay. We know that uh, the female butler service. No, they're good to the uh, also known as maids. <laughs> we know that uh, Thomas and Mark are huge, huge fans of Apple. They're big time Apple supporters That's and like only Apple, pretty much. That's not true at all. What are you talking uh, about? At this I've point, never owned a single Apple computer in my life. But all your other devices are Apple. No, Pat, no, they're not. He's mostly TV. Sony or Apple. Uh, he's. I yeah. have. An iPhone and and an iPad. So that pretty much makes you an Apple. That's homer. not all my devices by a long shot. Mark, would and you, you say you're an Apple know it. I have one Apple device, so no. Everything uh, else, you have uh, two you have, Apple you have devices. You read stuff oh, yeah, on you have an iPad. That's true. And your wife has an iPad as well, so that's two in the family true. plus two iPhones. So you're true. pretty much an Apple family, right? <laughs> have any of you guys ever engraved anything on any of these devices? Just out of curiosity, you know they no. offer that sure. service. No, why would I do that? You have Mark. What have yeah, you put? My balloon nut. Your balloon knot? Yeah. What was that? My butthole. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thomas, anything? No. No engravings. Okay. Apparently, and how Apple... do you know it's your butthole when it's on there? Because I, st- I sat there and as they uh, did the portrait. And you recognize your own butthole? Yes. <laughs> it was widely commercially sold in the Apple stores. The butthole edition of that, the uh, iPhone case. <sighs> the headline of this article, Apple, my vagina is just an, just as appropriate as a penis. So apparently Apple uh, has disallowed How's certain words from being engraved on its iPads, and worryingly, they all seem to be related to female sexuality, not male. How's your vagina? Uh, Apple thinks vagina is an, appropriate, an inappropriate word, so much as the global company will not let its users have the biological term engraved on their iPads. The same error message pops up if you ask yes? for clit, boobs, or, engra- or other many other female items to How be. Did you douche? want that on your iPad? But where female genitalia is deemed inappropriate, male genitalia is not. You can engrave penis, you can engrave cock, you can engrave anything around the male what? genitalia, but That's not stupid. the female genitalia. Doesn't make any sense. Why can't you engrave whatever the fuck you want to? A, but why would you want well, any of that stuff on there? They can't engrave clit, vagina, vaginal, boobs, orgasm, or cunt. Any of those things are not said, allowed. This is a man's world. But penis, dick, willy, ejaculate, breast, vulva, and clitoris are apparently are all okay. Clitoris is okay, but clit is not. That's really weird. That's really weird to me too. What about vulva? Uh, that wasn't actually tested. Well, no, mm. vulva was. It was appropriate. Oh, there we go. Have vulva. Then it's fair, I think. Why can't you put really, boobs? It's a really weird... I don't understand any of that. Feel the poop. Uh, just 
they have a lot of conspiracy theories about Tim Cook and him not liking women, having but that really being able to involve. Didn't that really start with Steve Jobs? I mean, his was the, the fact they wouldn't allow any porn apps. They wouldn't even allow like bikini apps. So isn't it really more a Steve Jobsian thing than a Tim Cookian thing? Well, Tim Cook could change it. Steve Jobs has been dead how long? He could, a but they're years, still trying to adhere to. That's only going to last so long. Bitch, I don't want. God, it's so random. Apparently, what's your dick like, homie? What are you into? That was okay. Uh, that went through without a problem. That's an actual engraving. That Perhaps is an actual he's referring engraving. to his friend named Richard, uh, like Dick Sargent. Could be. Are these engravings that someone else put on an iPad they bought for the person? This is a reporter trying to put through things associated with the female anatomy. Uh, I see. And apparently none of these were the most memorable thing. Tell everybody to oh. get down on get down on the knees. So yeah. just like on their website, like applying yeah. for things. Apparently so. I guess on the website you can go in there and you can actually diarrhea farm. Say different things you want to have engraved. I like how dick is the thing in there, but <laughs> they need to ask the question, "What's your dick like, homie?" Like, doesn't have sperm in it. it doesn't. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> go and say it, Mark. Let's all get God in there. Damn it. What, what was the line again? What's, what's what, your dick like? Homie. homie, what is your dick like, homie? There we go. So we all have it in there. <laughs> so apparently they want to have a whole push and have a bunch of women call Apple and say have a whole what? A push ah, to get with an like H. push your toes. Yeah, a push your toes to go ahead and get uh, clit, <laughs> vagina, and vaginal and boobs to be allowed. Donkey show to be engraved on that. Do you think they should all be allowed? I think that you should allow. I anything. think you should allow anything. anything Why is there goes? any limitation? You should allow the consumer whatever the fuck they want to put on there. I yeah. think they would allow this. Look at the way that anus expands as the turds coming out of it. They should, if I'm going to pay for it. God, that's a lot of words to put on there. Right, but, long, an, but an iPad could cover all that. Sure. So, do you think it's sexist? <laughs> do you think it's just some weird filter? What do you think? I, I think it's, it's stupid. All it's of it's probably stupid. a weird filter, I would guess. It's probably so. something... I mean, Dick I is imagine it's be less a conspiracy name. than this person is trying to make. But it. like, if ejaculate though, I mean, that's kind of weird to be able to put on there. It's in a medical term. You get a female guess, ejaculate. Why would you put that on? Why do you need medical term engraved? Like, why do you need any of these things engraved on? Can I, okay, iPad? could I engrave labia majora or labia minora? But you can't put vagina, but you can put penis. Those are both medical terms. Mm. That's a good point. And they're both con- like the actual opposite of sure. each other. So exactly, could I put rotten mud flaps on there? She didn't God. test that amazingly enough. What about deli tray? <laughs> rotten, yeah, rotten ham flaps or something sure. like that. What yeah. about fish tacos? <laughs> exactly, that's an excellent point. <laughs> Stinky meat taco or something right. like that. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you do that or not. What, what about, about onion crotch or salmon spread? We can try all of them. Let's salmon go spread. to apple.com and try to engrave something. See what happens. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I have mad props, respect for uh, bear period. That takes all right. Gasoline. High five. And to the favorite part of the show, we're getting the hell out of here. Let's get the damn hell out of here. Yeah. That's another successful episode of The Break Room. Call us at 469-665-9827. Leave us a question of the week, which we haven't had in a while. I think since uh, Andy called in. Yeah, that'd be great if you guys would call. Sure, we love Andy the Anal Oil. Vaguely Northeast Andy. Can you talk the other Andy into calling in sometime? That's uh, never going to Out, go out. Out, go if out. you want to email or email Hi, us, this is Glenn Moore Shower, and you're listening to the Break Room. <laughs> if you want to email us, breakroomshow at gmail.com. 
If you would like to send us some snacks, uh, we're accepting donations. That's uh, 1112 18th Street, number 860461, Plano, Texas, 75086. Plus one, four six nine six six five ninety two seven. We would love to have uh, all Make your sure. Make sure to give us a quick email, too, if you do send them. Yeah, I mean, we don't check it regularly. We're not going to eat semen chicken nuggets or... Out, go out. You will. Or shit-covered bull testicles or something like that. But, you know, we have our limits. But most things we're going to eat. Most things. You'd eat some bull testicles if they're not shit-covered. Uh, maybe oh. the testicles themselves. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're speaking for yourself, too, here, sir. No, you'll, you'll eat them, too. Lovingly spread Anything with a nice... Thomas doesn't eat gets shoved in his ass, so right. he'll eat it. Exactly. That's... I don't remember agreeing to that at all. If they're lovingly spread with some mustard or something. When we started the show, that's what you said. And if we ever do a taste segment, anything I don't One eat. of these days, we're going to do taste buddies. <laughs> and if I don't eat it, I agree to shove it in my ass. <laughs> Fuck both of you, you bastards. <laughs> out to go out. You find everything that related was, to the show. That was a conspiracy. Facebook.com slash The Break Room. We're on Twitter at The Break Room. I'm on Twitter at The Mark of the Sea. Dustin's at the WS9775. And Thomas is at Naveed Central. And don't forget MySpace.com slash The Break Room. Uh, do not forget, forget our sister show, Please. Cinema Diabolical. Or Diabolica. Wow. Diabolical. Mark hadn't forgotten the whiskey today. The uh, Lovable Asshole Show, which is the Lovable A-Hole Show on Twitter, I think. I don't know. Just go find Sick and Fun on Twitter. You'll find it from there. Uh, And don't forget Budgie, uh, former guest of this show, his his book, Askaroth Demon, that you can find on Amazon. Just Askaroth. Former Laker Great. Anyways, you can find it on uh, Amazon. Price it a mere $2.99. Excuse me. The best thing you can always do for this show, though, is go tell a friend, and then go to iTunes and rate us. We'd really, really appreciate out, it. Go out. And uh, give us a nice five-star. Really appreciate it. And send us out, snacks. Go out. Thanks to Vagabond Saints, at Vagabond Saints on Twitter for putting together our logo. And thanks to American Rockstar Z-Kyle. for a theme song. As always, I'll go out. Gasoline high five. I'll go out. I have mad props, respect for a dog's asshole. Out, go out. Out, go out. Okay. Mr. Blood last week. I would choose face fucking. Hey! I choose face fucking. I choose face fucking. You think I give a shit? I was next to a field that was full of oil equipment. I had a treehouse. I had a pool table covered with laundry. I'm gay. You might need to scoot back or scoot forward to get closer or farther away to, you know, appropriately maneuver your instrument. No matter I'm which circles leader. you run, I'm winning. I ejaculate on the on Lady <laughs> Liberty. Good for you, Holmes, but your song is whack. Uh, women only queef; they don't fart. So you want to be a player, but your wheels ain't fly. Mister, getting off early. I was like, getting off early? That is your new nickname. <laughs> Mr. Getting Off Early. Elaine, is that what you call him, too? Whoa! Hey-o. God. Love <laughs> 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 the rim shot guy. Gotta take, it, gotta take it when it's given to me.
We do need an update today from Mark about the guy who went into the bathroom and did the fart noise and ran out that he was going to stab with a pitchfork. See if uh, that guy's been doing it. That hasn't happened in a while. It's weird. No, that's unfortunate. So, at your work, how many, how many shitters do you have? How many shitters? We have three. Yeah. So, in the building, in one that, bathroom? In the building that I yeah. reside in, and it's a floor of people, right, that, mm-hmm. that go to that bathroom. So, three shitters. How, how would you say, like, 100 people on that floor? Probably, yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know how many offices there are, so probably. It's hmm, a decent ratio. So at my office, in the build, just in the building that I am in, that houses 1,500 people, there are nine shitters. Jesus. You guys must be stacking I, I asses. I cannot tell you what a beatdown it it's is. It's just like a constant somebody. traffic jam. We have <laughs> nine shitters for like 400 people. No, that ratio is the most uncomfortable. However, I will say that there have been so many times where I've been in there, done my business, anywhere, anywhere from five to ten minutes, just... Get in, get out, and there will be someone next to me in the one stall that's it, because there's two stalls in each restroom, Yeah, uh, that will sit there the whole time and not make a single sound. And I'm just like... Because they're holding it in. Maybe, maybe maybe the culture here is that it's a hangout, and so... I would like to Erickson, you. when they built this building 10 years ago, went, we're not doing that shit anymore. Like, <laughs> no, we're hanging we're out limiting it to... The other day, some guy came up to the stall, checked when I was in there, Yeah, went, God Damn it! As he walked out, it was I like when people do the double check. They'll pull the handle and then pull it again, just in case they just it somehow unlocked magically and the the f- awesome. poop fairy disappeared. <laughs> I check again. Why is the poop fairy in there? I don't know. It's a, a the really poop weird. Fairy disappeared. You leave a uh, poop under your pillow and they bring you a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> they smear poop on the seat. God, the poop fairy. Just to make it, you think that they somebody reserved the stall for you is what couldn't it is. wipe properly. Yeah. Today, today though. In the continued, should uh, this all be on air or are we yeah, good? We're on air. Uh, it's right gonna, now. it's okay. gonna appear after the right. show, I'm sure. But now today for the was, first time in many, many episodes. Ever yeah. since this new company moved into one of the suites, yeah, it's a group of like shady investor types. No, um, okay. I feel like it's a boiler room of some sort. Pretty Anyways, much. These guys. Have you tried to invest with them to see how your money goes? <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> oh, okay. But they, con- they constantly 20. pee on the floor <laughs> and or the seat. Like they cannot get it into the bowl. Are they the ones that farted at you also? When you were in the stall? Uh, that's the guy that threw the paper towel over the door. It was I mean, one, of one of the boiler room guys. guys. Yeah. Okay. And they also, one of them is the guy that cannot keep, cannot wipe his butt properly, and there's constant shit smears on the Next time somebody throws seat. something at you over the stall, you just need to come out of there, pants down and all, and just charge at him. the guy that showed up with like, uh, makeup all over his zit forehead? <laughs> God. This is Lynn the break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.